welcome back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. My name is Andy, and welcome to The Water Wheel. We've learned much about the Word of God this month, and I pray that it has been an encouragement to you. And as we end this month, if there's any appropriate response, well, may we be, as Spurgeon exhorts here, to be trembling at the Word of the Lord. I have described these tremblers so far as my scant knowledge and brief time will allow. The time has now come to inquire. Why? Why do they tremble? God's people tremble first because of his exceeding majesty. Note what became of Ezekiel, of Daniel, of Habakkuk, and of John the Beloved when they had visions of God. No man could see God's face and live. There must always be some sort of cloud in between. Through the veil of Christ's manhood, we see God and live. But God absolutely is beyond all creature understanding. This sight is far too much for us. Even a glimpse of his garments is something overwhelming. They that have seen God at any time have trembled at him and at his word, for the word of the Lord is full of majesty. There is a divine royalty about every sentence of scripture, which the true believer feels and recognizes, and therefore trembles before it. They tremble at the searching of God's word. Do you ever come into this place and sit down in the pew and say, Lord, grant that your word may search me and try me, that I may, I may not be, be deceived? Certain people must always have sweets and comforts, but God's wise children do not wish for these in undue measure. Daily bread we ask for, not daily sugar. Wise believers, pray that the word of the Lord may prove to be quick and powerful and the discerner of the thoughts and intentions intents of their hearts, that it may do with them what the butcher does with the animal when he cuts it down the middle and lays the very entrails open to inspection. Yes, cleaves the midbone and lets the very marrow be seen. That is what God's word has done for you and me, I am sure. And when it has done so, we have trembled. I can personally bear witness to the way in which the solemn word of the Lord makes my whole soul to tremble to its center. The word of the Lord has cut very close, sometimes with many of you, and made you cry, Am I saved or not? The man that did, not, did never tremble before the Lord does not know him. It is very easy to take the matter of your soul's salvation for granted, and yet to be mistaken. It is infinitely better to ask your way twenty times than to miss your road home. And I do not blame the man who with holy anxiety says, Is it so, or is it not so? For I want to know and to be sure. Beloved, I am not sorry that you tremble before the refining fire of sacred truth. I should be much distressed if you do not. God's searching word makes man tremble. So does the word when it is in the form of a threat. Believe me, dear friends, the word of God about the doom of sinners is very dreadful. Hence, there are some that try to pare them down and cut the solemn meaning out of them. And then they say, I could not rest comfortably if I believed the orthodox doctrine about the ruin of man. Most true. But what right have we to rest comfortably? What grounds or reason can there be why we ever should have a comfortable thought with regards to the doom of those who refused the Savior? If with that dreadful doom before us, which the Holy Scripture threatens to ungodly men, we do grow far too indifferent, to what will the church of God come when it has torn out the doctrine from the Bible and given it up? Why, sinners will be more hardened and professors more trifling. He who seeks comfort at the expense of truth will be a fool for his pains. Blessed in the end will that man be who can endure the word of the Lord when it is all thunder and flaming fire, and does not rebel against it, but bows before it. If it makes you tremble, it was meant to make you tremble. 
One said, after he had heard Maslin, what an eloquent sermon, how gloriously he preached. Maslin replied, then he did not understand me. Another sermon has been thrown away. If a sermon concerning the future punishment of sin does not make the hearer tremble, it is clear that it is not of God. For hell is not a thing to talk about without trembling. My inmost desire is to feel more and more the overwhelming power of Jehovah's judgment against sin, so that I may preach with all the deeper solemnity the danger of them penitent, and with tears and trembling may beseech them to be reconciled. He that knows the Lord all right also trembles with fear lest he should break God's law. He sees what a perfect law it is, and how spiritual it is, and how it overlaps the whole of human life. And the man cries, It is high, I cannot attain unto it. Oh my God, help me, I pray you. He views the law with reverence, he admires with a sacred fear, he trembles at God's word, not because he dislikes it, but because he cannot bear to be so far off from compliance with its righteous demands. He sees the law fulfilled in Christ, and there is his peace. But yet the peace is mingled with deepest awe. Oh, says one, if he trembles like that, it shows he does not know the love of God. But no, it shows that he does know it. Have you heard of the boy whose father was exceedingly fond of him? He was asked by some other boys to go and rob an orchid with them, and he said, No, I will not go. They replied, Your father won't scold you, nor beat you. You may safely come. To this he answered, What? Do you think because my father loves me, that therefore I will grieve him? No, I love him, and I love to do what he wishes me to do. Because he loves me, I fear to vex him. That is like the child of God. The more he knows of God's love, the more he trembles at the thoughts of offending the Most High. We also tremble lest we should miss the promises when they are spread out before us, sparkling like priceless gems. We hear of some who could not enter in because of unbelief, and we are taken with trembling lest we should be like they. We tremble lest there should be any passive passage of scripture or doctrine of revelation that we are not able to believe. We pray for divine grace that we may never stagger at anything in the word. We tremble lest we should misbe misbelieve, and tremble more if you are as I am, lest we should mistake and misinterpret the word. I believe Martin Luther would have faced the infernal fiend himself without a fear. And yet we have his own confession that his knees often knocked together when he stood up to preach. He trembled lest he should not be faithful to God's word. Angels have a holy fear of God. And well may you and I tremble when engaged in his service. To preach the whole truth is an awful charge. It was as much as even the Son of Man could do to fully discharge his mission here below. You and I, who are ambassadors of God, must not trifle. We must tremble at God's word. That's all from us this week at Recharge Radio. God bless you. Have a great weekend.